another gash torn into the middle of the man's broad back. A thicket of reeds held the body fast against the current. A blood-stiffened blanket and an overturned lantern with a burnt-out wick marked a fishing spot. Bait worms had spilled from a jam can and dried on the coarse sand. Emmanuel's heart hammered in his ribcage. He'd been sent out solo on the murder of a white police captain. You the detective? The question, in Afrikaans, had the tone of a surly boy addressing the new schoolmaster. Emmanuel turned to face a lanky teenager in a police uniform. A thick leather belt anchored the blue cotton pants and jacket to the boy's narrow hips. Wisps of downy hair grew along his jawline. The National Party policy of hiring Afrikaners into public service had reached the countryside. I'm Detective Sergeant Emmanuel Cooper. He held out his hand. Are you the policeman in charge of this case? The boy flushed. Ja, I'm Constable Hansi Heppel. Lieutenant Ace is on holiday in Mozambique for two more days. And Captain Pretorius, well, he's... he's gone. They looked over at the captain, swimming in the waters of eternity. A dead white hand waved at them from the shallows. Did you find the body, Constable Heppel? Emmanuel asked. No. The Africana youth teared up. Some kaffir boys from the location found the captain this morning. He's been out here all night. Emmanuel waited until Hansi got control of himself. Did you call the detective branch in? I couldn't get a phone line to district headquarters, the boy policeman explained. I told my sister to try till she got through. I didn't want to leave the captain by himself. A knot of three white men stood farther up the riverbank and took turns drinking from a battered silver flask. They were big and meaty, the kind of men who would pull their own wagons across the veldt long after the oxen were dead. Emmanuel motioned towards the group. Who are they? Three of the captain's sons. How many sons does the captain have? Emmanuel imagined the mother, a wide-hipped woman who gave birth between baking bread and hanging up the laundry. Five sons. They're a good family. True folk. The young policeman dug his hands into his pockets and kicked a stone across the bank with his steel-capped boot. Eight years after the beaches of Normandy and the ruins of Berlin, there was still talk of folk spirit and race purity out on the African plains. Emmanuel studied the murdered captain's sons. They were true Afrikaners, all right. Muscled blondes plucked straight from the victory at the Battle of Blood River and glorified on the walls of the Voortrekker Monument. The captain's boys broke from their huddle and walked towards him. Images from Emmanuel's childhood flickered to life. Boys with skin white as mother's milk from the neck down and the elbows up. Noses skewed from fights with friends, the Indians, the English, or the coloured boys cheeky enough to challenge their place at the top. The brothers came within shoving distance of Emmanuel and stopped. Boss man, the largest of the brothers, stood in front. The enforcer stood to his right with his jaw clenched. Half a step behind, 
the third brother stood ready to take orders from up the chain of command. Where's the rest of the squad? Boss man demanded in rough-edged English. Where are your men? I'm it, Emmanuel said. There is no one else. You joking me? The enforcer added finger-pointing to the exchange. A police captain is murdered and Detective Branch sent out one lousy detective? I shouldn't be out here alone, Emmanuel conceded. A dead white man demanded a team of detectives. A dead white policeman, a whole division. The information headquarters received was unclear. There was no mention of the victim's race, sex or occupation. The enforcer cut across the explanation. You have to do better than that. Emmanuel chose to focus on the boss man. I was working the Preston murder case. The white couple shot in their...